A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, Matt Donald here. I can't find the microphone. It's behind the couch somewhere. And I need to get this episode out, so I'm recording it from this distant place. Where could it be? It's 20,000 leagues under the couch at this point. I have no idea, but the show must go on! If you want more professional content like this, then you can subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com slash matthewdonald. This month we're talking about the Speculative Evolutionary Dinosaur Project, or something like that. It's called SPEC for short. It's a website that details a speculative evolution of dinosaurs about what would happen if they didn't go extinct, what would they evolve, what would they turn into, all the crazy designs. It's great. We talk about it. Links in the description before you can sign up to the Patreon. Thank you for your support. Have a good day. Now I'm off to find my mic. I'm so professional. Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast that gets zero A's in paleontology and gives zero F's in life. My name is Matthew Dahl, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by someone who I'm assuming got zero F's. Got in, zero what? Got zero F's in in school. I should say in school. Oh, oh my God. I'm so sorry. It's Laura Owsley. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. Uh... I did not get any F's in school, no. I didn't I get a- any F's either, but that's because I, was, I knew I was going to, and I just withdrew from the class. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> My parents did not appreciate the money being thrown down the toilet. <laughs> Let's see. I got a couple of D's. Yeah. Uh, I did once, like, a psychology class was a total gift mm-hmm. that I passed that. Yeah. And the only reason I think that I passed that was because my psychology professor took pity on me and was like, yeah, her lab partner's kind of an asshole. Oh, God. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that's not really her fault. Oh, man. Sometimes you just get a bad lab partner. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it happens. It's just RNG. The RNG of life. Yeah. I don't know. Toxic masculinity. Oh, it's bad for men as well as women. Not to make... Not not to be like, but what about the men? But what yeah. I mean is like toxic masculinity hurts everyone. So <laughs> uh not to reference a much more popular podcast. Uh, yes, oh Robert in one ultra. Toxic masculinity ruins the party again. Uh yeah. Was that was that reference? What was that the name of the podcast or no, no, no. <laughs> name of the podcast is my favorite murder. Oh yes. It's like one of the most popular podcasts. True crime podcasts are just everywhere, man. Yeah. They're, they're you you missed out. We were watching a stand comedian earlier, and you went to the bathroom when he started talking about true crime podcasts. Oh dang! <laughs> and he was like, "It's kind of scary how like now we're so obsessed with true crime podcasts when someone hears like, here did you see someone got kidnapped? There is she okay? Oh yeah, they found her. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 
I will say I recently pulled a 16 hour road trip. Yes. Uh, I realized at around hour four of the 16 hour road trip that, well, yes, I used to do like 20 to 23 hour road trips when I was mm. 20 to 23. Yes. Now, as a almost 29 year old woman, uh, almost 20. 16 I wish I was 20. hours in the car it's is too, too many. Yep. Especially as a person who does not currently own a vehicle and yes. therefore does not currently drive. Yeah, I was very gonna say, often. like, yeah. Like, anywho, at one point, probably around hour 11, 12, mm -hmm. uh, my friend and I, because we are very smart people, uh, two women traveling alone across the country, oh, yes, of course. somewhere towards the end of Missouri, oh, God. decided to put on a true crime podcast. Oh, smart. Yeah. Why, why uh, about a gal. State of misery. Why who not? got kidnapped yeah. and murdered in the woods. Yeah. However. Woods just like these. Just like the ones <laughs> we're driving through. Two women just like us. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why everybody loves true crime, because yeah. they really remind us of the old campfire stories. Yes, exactly. Right. But the big twist uh, was that she was still alive. Like, they finally oh, wow. get this guy to confess where he dropped the body, See, right? Yeah. And she had survived, like, 24 hours with a broken neck in the middle of the Holy woods. Holy crap. Yeah. That, now, that's an enter entertaining story. Right? And literally, like, when <laughs> they, like, let, like, told us, I guess, that she was still alive, we both, like, grabbed each other, like, Oh my god! <laughs> That's but it's way better than like all the other stories where it's like like I've I've seen a tweet before where someone's like my body is thrown naked on the side of the road, beheaded, bloodied, corpse on the side of the highway, and then two thirty-five-year-old white women hosting a podcast. All right, murder muffins. Here we got a juicy <laughs> new one for you today. <laughs> Honestly, though, tell Karen in Georgia. I tried. I tried to stay out of the forest. <laughs> Anyways, on an equally terrifying Yes, note. we're talking about Paleoparadoxia, or the ancient enigma. Is my, like, so I know that Matt here yes. posts a picture yes. with all of these episodes. Yes, I do. I highly encourage you guys to look at the picture and or just take to Google. Yes. Um, you want to see a creature that looks like a mix between a hippo and a bear and like uh, an, an otter and like surprisingly muscular arms. Yeah, surprisingly muscular arms. I will it give like you it that. beat you in arm wrestling. <laughs> yeah. No, this thing is horrifying. Yeah. Uh, Matt pitched this to me as, oh, well. You like hippos, you like rhinos, you like all these kinds of fun creatures. This one will be so cute and so cool. Uh, this thing is going to give me nightmares. Okay, well, uh, type it as a Desmos Silent, a group of aquatic mammals closest to the elephants and manatees, but also close-ish to the odd-toed ungulates like horses and rhinos. They're also, thankfully right up for you, the only known extinct order of marine mammals. They did not make it. <laughs> okay, uh, size. I'm, I know you're waiting anticipation. I am. Genuinely, I am staring at Matt with okay. this level of like, oh boy. Oh, don't worry. They're only like three feet long. No, they're eight to 12 feet long. Great. <laughs> Slash 2.5 to 3.8 meters. Mm -hmm. uh, 1.5 to 2.5 tons. Tons? Mm -hmm. 1.5 to 2.5 tons. Yes. Fantastic. They are herbivores, though. But they're good, so are hippos. <laughs> and hippos have murdered a lot of people. And here's the thing about bears, people don't... Bears are, like, 
90% herbivores. Mm-hmm. They, they eat fish on occasion. It also depends on the species, too. But most bears are perfectly happy eating berries. <laughs> like, yeah. like Or, like, leaves and yeah. honey, I guess. Like They will murder you. Bear, bears are, yeah. So, anyways. Uh, time, is the, it's in the Miocene Epoch, uh, 20 to 10 million years ago. Okay. So, closer to us than... Uh, than the uh, one we talked about, the Pezoziron. Okay, okay. So, uh, location, uh, Japan, Alaska, and Baja, California. It's all around oh. the Pacific Rim. I mean, world traveler. Yeah. It was described in 1959, pop culture appearances. For the life of me, I can't find any, which I guess they all looked, they looked at like you were like, nope. Yeah, no, I was going to say, well, thank God for that. I don't know, I was going to show you, the next Jurassic World movie is going to have a paleoparadoxia in it as they run. And yeah. just arm wrestles the Spinosaurus because it's also aquatic. Or maybe it's not. I don't know. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Love the name. Yeah. Paleoparadoxia. Yeah. Top 10 dinosaur name. Uh, I, know <laughs> I love how you call dinosaur. everything dinosaurs. <laughs> you call everything dinosaurs on the show. Look, it's great. I'm a simple person. Yeah. If dinosaur uh, <laughs> rolls off the tongue better than prehistoric animal. So. Right. It rolls off the tongue. It's one word. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what I'm referring to when I use the blanket term dinosaur, it's kind of like when people in the lgbtq community mm-hmm. use a blanket term like gay yeah right no i am not technically gay because technically that term implies a male right yeah, that's true like however it's just easier yes uh and i can always bring it back to that because then people don't get mad at me uh <laughs> so anywho i do need to know the origins behind this name. Okay. Uh, before we go into the fact that this thing seems to have individual fingers. Yes. Yeah. Web- webbed fingers. Yeah. So that is not fun. No, that is so, no fun. So, uh, Paleo, I think it's probably, I, I didn't actually look into how the name came in, but I'm assuming it's just based on the fact that, like, we don't really know where it, what type of creature it is. I, I, I do talk mm. about this a little bit. It's like, we think it's like close to the elephants and mantis, but then it might not be. And it's, it's, mm. it's, it's got a lot of, it's skeletons, very difficult to tell. All right. So there are a lot of mammals that dip their toes into the water. And that's not a metaphor. I'm speaking literally. Um, <laughs> once the dinosaurs died out, and more importantly, all those scary ass sea reptiles like mosasaurs and plesiosaurs and what have you, uh, they, once they all died out, mm. mammals spread across the world and filled every niche they could, including the oceans. Makes sense. One of the more interesting group of mammals to make their way to the oceans were the Desmostylans, an order of mammals with a confusing taxonomical placement. Hmm. They look superficially quite similar to Tethytheres, which we talked about last time, which are making closely related to the group that became elephants and manatees. However, they live nowhere near any of these mammals, and instead were spread hmm. all across the Pacific Rim, uh, while the Tethytheres were only like in Africa and uh, little bits of Asia. Although in the Ice Age, some mammoths did go to uh, North America. But that's because when the Ice Age happened, the uh, sea levels dropped and they could cross Russia into Alaska because the sea levels were a lot lower. That's also how humans got there, too, by the way. (laughs) So more you know yeah because like modern humans evolved in africa and right. they uh start spreading out and then when the ice age hit the first native americans came by migrating across to uh to north america when it was when it was just land because mm. and then once the ice age ended the sea closed up and the mm. the humans were there and they, the humans in the eastern west world did not reunite again until columbus so woof yeah woof. and oh boy <laughs> so <laughs> uh on a slightly less uh, bad note, but not as less bad as you might think, because it is this creature. <laughs> so, um, Different kind of bad. Yep. Uh, some others have, have studies suggested that dismal stylings are distantly related to the odd-toed ungulates, like horses, rhinos, uh, and this group called lit- 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 litoterns. Uh, 
they're not they're not alive anymore. But oh. uh, there's like they're like South American exclusive hoofed animals. They kind of look like a mix of between camels and tapirs. Like imagine huh. a cape camel, but with a tapir like trunk. Weird. It's pretty. It's I think it's pretty cute. Look at hold on. Also, Macrochenia is their most famous member. I haven't done an episode on that yet. Oh, oh. Weird. I get what you mean. Like it's not not cute. What's the name of the guy in Star Wars? Uh, Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, yeah. They kind of ride things that kind of look like those. If Jar Jar Binks uh. was also a horse. Yeah. See, there's like a herd of them here in this nature mm. documentary. Oh no, I don't. I like this much less. Oh, you do. I like this much, much less. Yeah. Interesting. You said they're. They're lightoturns. They're they're in the same group of family, a group of mammals as horses and rhinos. But not camels or tapirs. Those are even-toed ungulates. So interesting, interesting. Anyway, so uh, whatever they are, Desmostylons like Para- Paleoparadoxia were unlike any other marine mammals. Uh, quick glance, and you assume they'd be semi-aquatic. Yeah, like as uh, they have powerful arms and legs, look like they could swim in a combination of dog paddling and otter-like kicks. They also tend to walk across the seafloor eating kelp and marine grasses. So surely they can go on to land, right? Well, studies of their limbs show that they suggest they could not support their bulky bodies on land, needed the buoyancy of water. Oh. They have webbed feet that almost look flipper-like, but not quite. Kind of like a mix between a seals and a beavers, as you kind of could see there. And th- the way their bones and their wrists connect to their wrists show that, yeah, they were not designed to support their body weight, but pushing down onto the ground. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. That makes a lot of sense. Actually, now that I'm looking at this like recreated drawing, and this could just be one person. Yes, yes, that's Yes. Their back legs are significantly too small. Right. And those front legs, can you imagine them like, I mean, I guess they could flap like a seal, but like even then, like, yeah, that's just, it's too big. Like, there's nothing- seals seals can go onto land like that because they're smaller. They're like a couple hundred pounds at most. Even like a walrus is like at most like fifteen hundred pounds. Right. So right. not two and a half tons. Yeah. When you're that big and you get to the point where you can't even stand upright, you you have difficulty breathing. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why beached whales, the problem with them isn't that they don't just dry out. They they can't breathe. Yeah. They, yeah. Like they get it's, suffocated by their own bulk. Yeah. Or <laughs> so not that this is the same thing, but those uh funky looking underwater, like deep sea fish that yes. people were had like pictures the of fish, for a while. The, the ones that fish. looked like, oh, look at how goofy this thing looks. Why would nature create such a thing? It's because nature didn't create such a thing. Right, because <laughs> thing. if you look at it in its real habitat, it looks like a normal fish. Yeah. If you take it up to this level, yeah. it looks weird. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing that people always forget. People are like Oh, the deep sea, what? There could be something horrifying down there. A big horrifying monster. I'm like, well, yeah, if there is, though, it's designed for the pressure down there so it couldn't come up. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I've told people who are afraid of the depths of the ocean. Like, there could be a big, scary sea monster down there. Because, like, mm-hmm. telling them there isn't, that's not good enough. That doesn't calm their fears. Right. And so, like, even if there is, which there isn't, but even if there was a biggest, most terrifying Cthulhu esque monster you can think of, it couldn't come up. 
because it would be designed for the pressures. But Matt. Yes. Matt. <laughs> yes. I think you're neglecting the major question here. What? But what if it could? Oh, well, that is uh, the plot to uh, the core. And See? <laughs> See? That is what keeps me awake at 3 a.m. when I think about the depths of the ocean and how yeah. terrifying it is. Yes. But, but it doesn't matter. You just sort of like how, you know the reasons why spacesuits are so padded? Because there's zero pressure up in space. Right. We need that to keep ourselves from expanding. Oh, sure. Yeah. Same thing. But like, <laughs> like, I'm telling you that 3 a.m. thoughts are not your most logical It's thoughts. true. It's not logical. It's like... So when I say I'm terrified, I fully acknowledge it's not logical. Mm-hmm. But still... It's like, but what if? Right, exactly. No, actually, I, I deal with this problem, but not with science. I deal with this problem in terms of depression <laughs> and paranoia. Yeah. I'm like, like, I get to a point sometimes where like the logical part of my brain, the emotional part of my brain can't connect. And... Mm. Yeah, I'm just fair. like oh, it's so- a real paradox. Yeah. Oh, I was just about will. to give a good example, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be like my girlfriend. I text my girlfriend. I see that she's read the text, but she hasn't responded. I'm like, oh no, she hates me. She's gonna break up with me. She doesn't make <laughs> like oh no, this right. she, she said what a dumb text. Why am I dating this loser? I'm just gonna leave him and never come back. And then like wait, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, but what if? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so- oh yeah. See, it's the same basic idea, except for you, it's a partner that loves and supports you. Yes. For me, it's the Kraken. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, you haven't met my girlfriend. I'm just... (laughs) No, she's great. Love you, Catherine. Anyways. (laughs) Uh, But yes, no. um, Uh, Yes, it's a paradox, you would say. Helio Paradoxia is a 10 out of 10 name. Hold on. All right, so listeners, I edited this out, but this is 100% a true story. Right when I said that joke, my girlfriend called. <laughs> it was great, actually. It was like, uh, what, her ears were ringing. Her... She was like, my, someone calling me a Kraken sense is tingling. <laughs> and you know, I, we all have one of those. Yes, we do. Huh? Wait. Huh? Oh, no, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> no one's calling me a Kraken right now. Okay, so. Um, they wouldn't call me a Kraken. Okay. Anymore. Well, you know what I... we would call a Kraken would be this thing that would be like, Fair. except it was rather than being like an octopus, it'd be more like a manatee, a hippo, and a seal, kind of all put into one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit of a bear too. Like, a, like you ever seen like a polar bear swimming like underwater? Mm. It kind of looks like that picture we have. Like, you know, that's actually not a bad analogy. Yeah, polar bears are like they're like the only marine bear. Like, right. But other bears can swim, but polar but bears are about marine. The sea bear. Yeah, there's a they're a sea bear. <laughs> They are a sea bear. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, paleo paradoxia. But one thing that I dislike about this creature. Okay, among many. Uh, among the many things. Uh, this mouth looks like it should be crushing skulls. I mean, what can I tell you? It ain't seagrass. Just... So it was a herbivore. You yes, probably it was said a herbivore. Already. I'm, I'm fairly. I think it wasn't. Her, hold on. I'm look. I'm, I did my research. I think, but who knows? <laughs> um, but still, does not look like. It. Oh, we talked about it. Yes, it does not look like a herbivore, though. Right. Yeah. yeah like I said, it did uh, it uprooting large clumps of seaweed and grass. Yep. Right, right. We did. We did discuss it. I'm just. Yes, and also it did live in lower depths, like not like not like depths like a kraken, like not like abyssal stuff, but more like several hundred feet. Under the right where like the grasses are, it's get it's it gets dark enough that there's not a lot of sea grasses left. Sure, so, sure, sure, sure. So, so this guy could live in that pool in Dubai. 
yes. The one that I've seen on TikTok numerous times was like, does this trigger your thalassophobia? I'm like, a little, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. Weirdly, oh, I'm not scared of that one, mm. right? Like, Have you seen those TikToks so of that one girl being like, I'm eight miles from shore. The water is 12,000 feet deep. It's just a picture of her just with flippers. And there's nothing underneath. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. That's a hard pass. It's a hard pass, folks. I'm a mountain kid. Uh, I did not actually see the ocean. This is not entirely true. I saw the ocean when I was very, very young. Yes. But from the ages of like three to 18, mm-hmm. I'd never been to an ocean environment. Mm. So I saw the ocean for the first time when I was 18 years old. Uh, my brothers and I all like, we were messing around, right? But like, right. we're like, oh my god, we have to get down and touch the water. <laughs> um, and then we got yelled at uh, by this lady who was like, "What the f- <laughs> are you guys doing?" Like, we're like, we've never seen the ocean before. She's like, "It's just cool water. Get the f- out of there." Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. This. <laughs> um. No, I will fully admit. Normally, by this point in the episode, I have to like re-google the yes. name of the creature but this one you'll just remember like this one i will take to my grave paleo paradoxia <laughs> like laura out Al- like literally her epitaph will be laura owsley killed by paleo paradoxia <laughs> and you know what if it if that is the way i go which i hope it is yeah if that is the way i go i hope that there's a full true crime podcast episode yes. dedicated We're bringing it full circle yeah <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to be honest here, folks. Uh, I have a weird thing. Maybe it's not that weird. I have been to like three weddings in my entire life. Yes. I have been to about two dozen funerals. Wow. So as a kid, I have. It's not like there's much of a difference. (laughs) Paul and Jane. (laughs) No, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, as a kid, I was like. I mean, I don't really have much reference for a wedding. I don't really care that much yeah. about like the wedding idea. The idea of having two incomes, oh, sounds amazing. That's the best reason to get uh, married. Right? <laughs> the idea of another person living with me, eh, I can yeah. take it or leave it. But the idea of having two incomes, oh, amazing. Yeah. Joint checking accounts, the sign of a true and healthy and stable relationship. <laughs> no. um, Anyways. Oh. <laughs> all right so here's the thing though since this thing was like a mystery of mantis, a hippo and a seal and a bear that's kind of one of the reasons why it went extinct because it's kind of a jack of all trades and when mm-hmm. other more specialized sea mammals started coming in and fulfilling more of the the niches that it was it was sort of good at all of them but not great at any of them it started See, getting out competed and then died so now i'm worried that i am too much like this paleo paradoxia. You're pretty good at a lot of things. Exactly. Not really good at anything. <laughs> See, that's my trouble with trying to create a resume for a quote-unquote normal person job. Yeah. Because I have so much work experience of very specific weird jobs yes. that I have worked. Yes. And so to then try to like tell an office guy who got his degree in businessy stuff, right. got an internship in businessy stuff, yes. and now is a manager of businessy stuff. Wow. To try to explain of like, oh, okay, here are the many skills that I have learned as the manager of a Christmas train. <laughs> like, here's the thing though, um, there is one person you should look up to in terms of like not being good at, not being great at anything, but being good or okay at everything. Hmm. There's one person that that is, he's so good at this. 
because he not only has he a plumber, but he's also played tennis. He also drives cars, and he also like plays golf. He also fights other people from various other Nintendo franchises. I'm talking about Mario. <laughs> like Mario is always the the middle per stats. Like if you play any Mario Kart game or anything, Mario's always got basic stats, <laughs> five out of tens. He's, but he's Mario. Is there an underwater Mario game? Uh, I'm sure one of the Mario Party mini games is underwater. Do uh. you think there would be a Paleo Paradoxia in the Mario mini game? Well, wherever the shy guys live, don't they have a beach? Oh. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Toads. Look, uh, Yoshi here's looks where like I have a... to put my cards on the table. Uh, I've played some Pokemon. I've played a little Mario Kart. I've played a little mm-hmm. this video game, that video game. The only video game that I actually have ever owned yes. and currently own is The Sims. I was going to say The Sims, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. 100%. Have you already covered, are there any pop culture appearances of Paleo Paradoxia? Nope, not a single one. We could change that. Really? How? What's Sims your idea? Sims 5. Okay. <laughs> this is my grand plan. So rather than, okay, so they're smart enough to get out of the pool with the ladder, hmm. but they're not smart enough to escape a, a paleo, paleo paradoxia that happens you have to drop in the pool of course cuz again it can't walk out land so see see <laughs> admittedly this is the sims franchise so paleo paradoxia will come in a $50 expansion pack titled prehistoric pets exactly <laughs> uh, and it will only be functional half the time Right, It'll a, be glitching too hard the other half. Well, and also time. since it's EA and they all love to monetize everything, what they'll mm-hmm. do is like the the fifty dollars prehistoric pets DLC. All the cool parts of the DLC are locked off. You have to pay additional <laughs> for those. You want a T Rex or a Velociraptor or a Stegosaurus? No, you you have to pay. No, 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 you have no. to pay like twelve dollars each for each one of those. Even though you've already spent fifty dollars right. on the initial thing, but you want like something lame like a dodo or like a quagga or right, like a. Right. Like, oh, I don't know. So, yes. Paleo Paradoxia yes. will come with its own expansion pack. Yes. Like, it's separate. The Paleo Paradoxia pet expansion. Right. It's PPP, Paleo Paradoxia pet this pack. This could be a little niche. Uh, but we'll have the, like, Prehistoric Creatures expansion pack. Yes. Right, which is, like, the cats and dogs of the Sims 4 franchise. Yes. And then, in addition to the cats and dogs, we'll have the My First Pet stuff. Okay. Which will be the Paleo Paradoxia stuff. Okay. Got it. Paleo Paradoxia Party Pet Pack. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> trademark. It's five Ps. Uh, yeah. Prehistoric Paleo Paradoxia Party Pet Pack. Yeah. Okay. All right, that well, is my new tongue twister that I'm going to start saying to myself before sounds, every podcast episode. You know, actually, tongue tw- that's not the first time tongue twisters have come up on this show because, the, you know, seashells, seashells by the seashore, mm-hmm. that classic one, is actually describing a paleontologist. It's, yeah. about, it's, it's referencing Mary Anning, famous paleontologist from Victor- like early 1800s England. Huh. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. On that lovely note, let's rate Paleo Paradoxia <laughs> 1 out of 65 million. <laughs> Ooh. I give it three seashells that she sells on the seashore. <laughs> mm. 
Uh, but also thirty million. <laughs> again, thirty million it. again. Thirty million. <laughs> yep, always thirty million. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. At least on this set, I think all these are about thirty million. What about you, though? Uh, I was gonna say uh, four carnivorous hungry hungry hippos. Oh yes. So instead of those like little pearls that they're eating, it's actually Jeff Bezos' oh, head. Oh, I could see that. Just like multiple of them. Oh, I could see that. I'd like that. I'd pay. I'd play hungry hungry hippos all the time if it was that. See, <laughs> Jeff honestly, Bezos, Elon Musk, like. <laughs> Here I am doubting myself that I could get a businessy job at a businessy place. I have just pitched two great business and ideas. And that's the thing. You'll pitch these business ideas and then you'll get rich from them and then you'll become the very thing you have sought to destroy. And then next expansion, it'll be your head that will be putting into the hungry, hungry hippos. I will become the paleo paradoxia. Yes. I'm trying to bring back the. Dinosaur. I know you're trying so. I keep trying to derail. You're just like bring it back to the paleo paradoxia. I just feel bad that every time we record one of these, we've got like seventy minutes of tangents. Here's the thing. This is how it is with literally every person. Literally every co-host apologizes. I'm like, nope, you are not alone. Great. So then you know what? It's me. I'm the problem. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. Like. Well, on that note, as we say at the end of every podcast episode wait first off that's it for this week if you want to get a hold of show you can contact us at matt d at matthewdonaldcreator.com for answer questions to any of the co-hosts you can find me on social media at matthewdonaldcreator on facebook at matthewdonald64 on twitter and matthewdonald64 on instagram and tiktok and twitter and i don't know uh, instacart instacart uber eats mm. Uh, what is Jeremy Renner's app? <laughs> he has his own app. Did you know this? I had no idea. Oh, I hope he's doing okay. Did you hear what happened? <laughs> uh, if you want to find me anywhere on yes, the yes, internet, let's see what's fine. Who you're... <laughs> you can find me at Thespian Laura at T H E S P I A N L A U R A. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I've been plugging this at the end of every episode. Yes. So come find me on TikTok. Right. I have. No videos. Absolutely not. Yes, but still um, follow her. But still follow me. She leaves great comments. See, thank you very much. I, and I will send you some really fun videos. Yes. I'm on the best sides of TikTok. Yes, so like, they're pretty honestly, good. take me up on it. Yes. Uh, and, you know, if you really want to do a deep dive, I probably have a MySpace page oh, on cool. uh, at this Oh, Pimora. that is a deep dive. Yeah. Do you have a GeoCities? No. <laughs> do you- I don't think I did that one. Do you have uh I can't think of anything older. <laughs> oh, you can find me on uh the Sims Gallery. Oh yeah. Uh at Thespian Laura as well, if you would like to. Cool. <laughs> Sounds good. How about Animal Crossing? Oh, so you don't play any other games. Oh, so. Just the Sims. Just the Sims. I chose one and I'm addicted enough to it that I'm like yeah, this is the only one I get. Gotcha, gotcha. I also have a book series on Amazon, Megazoic, available for print and Kindle. Dinosaur books, so no paleo paradoxia that was after dinosaurs. I also have a non-dinosaur-related book called Teslanauts. Are there any paleo paradoxia in Teslanauts? They'd be closer in time to that, but no. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's it for this week. I'll say at the end of every episode of Paleo Bites. It's hey, me. Hi, it's hi. me. I'm the problem. problem it's, it's me. me. Uh, that is uh, my best singing voice. You guys are welcome. I've never heard you sing before, and now I know why. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> just... <Wow. laughs> All right, bye. Bye.